Well, I'm the pitch hitter this morning, I think. I can't remember if it was before the Ohio State game yesterday or after, but I got a phone call from Steve, and he said, uh, Hey, Jeff, would you like to speak at our, our Thanksgiving service this morning? Of course, I said, Sure. And after I hung up, I said, I don't know if he thinks it's me as the slugger that he's calling in the ninth inning or if it's just the last guy on the bench. <laughs> I, I think it's probably the latter. But uh, anyway, I appreciate the opportunity, and I pray that I can say something maybe this morning that will be a blessing uh, to you. I'd like to start off by saying that, man, we live for a great and awesome God that's so good to us. And uh, as I look back through my life, uh, uh, in a lot of respects, I've lived a very blessed life, and and, uh, I don't deserve any of it. But I'm thankful to God that, that He's put me in the positions that He had and allowed me to do some of the things that that I've been blessed to do. But in addition to those things, is, uh, you know, with our God being so awesome, I think a lot of times we expect our lives to be perfect, maybe from a human standpoint, but, but that's not the case. A lot of times we find ourselves with facing obstacles and hurdles and, and challenges and struggles. And, and lately I've, I've kind of found myself in that place, not so much from a physical standpoint, and I'm thankful for that, but... Uh, just from the standpoint of, of knowing which way to go in my life with decisions that, that I need to make and, and, the, and the path uh, uh, that I need to take. And that, that's difficult for me because I like to have the answers and I, I, I like to know what to do, exactly when to do it, etc. So that's been a challenge for me and it's been difficult. So from a thankfulness standpoint this morning, I'd like to, I'd like to address it in that context. So I'm thankful this morning that, that God is, is still teaching me. I'm thankful that God is still putting up with me and He's patient. I'm thankful that He puts people in my life exactly when they need to be put in my life to impact me in a special way. Just something small, and I know that God is working, but I just so happened to run into Serena Miller in a parking lot last week. And it probably was, we, we, we talked for 15 or 20 minutes, and she probably didn't think it was a big deal, but she was a tremendous blessing to me that day, and I want to thank you, Serena, especially for that. You're a special person. I'm thankful for my, my grandmother, who I got to spend some time with a couple of days ago at Thanksgiving dinner, who she was the, the first person in our family that found the Lord. And, and I wonder at times if it wasn't for her, if, if, if I would have been where I'm at today. So I'm very thankful for her. And just in sitting with her, she's, the first thing almost out of her mouth was she started telling me about church and, and Bible class and how thankful she was for the minister where she's at. So I'm thankful for people like that. I'm thankful as we read through the Bible that we, we find other people that, that undoubtedly God put it in there for, for our benefit that also struggled with decisions in their life and the way to go. I think of Solomon, and I find great comfort in him, and that, that he was one of the wisest men of God, and yet he spent a whole book in Ecclesiastes struggling with life and, and understanding you know, what was the importance in life. And he got to the end, and he finally said, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm paraphrasing this, but he said, I guess we just fear God and keep His commandments. That's where, that's where he ended up. So I'm thankful for, for examples like that in the Bible. From a standpoint of thanksgiving, I'd just like to read a few verses from Psalm 147 because it it, it, it it speaks a lot to what I'm trying to say. 
It says, Praise the Lord, for it is good to sing praises to our God. For it is pleasant, and praise is becoming. The Lord builds up Jerusalem. He gathers the outcasts of Israel. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. He counts the number of the stars, and He gives names to all of them. Great is our Lord and abundant in strength. His understanding is infinite. The Lord supports the afflicted. He brings down the wicked to the ground. Sing to the Lord with thanksgiving. Sing praises to our God on the lyre, who covers the heavens with clouds, who provides rain for the earth, who makes grass to grow on the mountains. He gives to the beast its food and to the young ravens which cry. He does not delight in the strength of the horse. He does not take pleasure in the legs of a man. The Lord favors those who fear Him, those who wait for His loving kindness. In closing, I'd, I'd just like to, I can't get down here without saying this, is I'm, I'm so thankful for my family. Um, life would be so boring without them. And, and uh, I love my children, and, and I'm so thankful that, that God has blessed them with me. And I'm thankful for my wife, and, and, and she'll admit this. We don't always get along and see eye to eye, but uh, I love her, and I'll, I'll love her to the, to the day that I die. And... Uh, I just ask his blessings on us, and I'm just so thankful for everything he's done for us. And uh, um, we don't deserve it, but, but I'll take it. Thank you. Good morning. I don't know if it's best to go first or last right now. It's Wish I probably went first. <laughs> Been done. <laughs> but uh, I would like to say thanks for to Steve and the job he does here. And Jamie, I know that they do a lot of things we probably don't know about. Um, I'm going to be looking at this paper a lot. Apologize for that. But uh, try to keep my thoughts straight, I guess. Um, but uh, I guess to, to say some things that I'm thankful for, I'm thankful for God and um and uh, that he made the moon the right size. Um, we watched a cartoon yesterday, and I don't know if you ever seen it, but they they, these, they shrink the moon, you know. And and anyways, uh, and I, I just thought about that. I thought, man, the moon is just perfect, you know. <laughs> I mean, and the, the tides and all the things that we just take for granted, we're just clueless to God's blessings. We are. I mean, we just there's things that we take for granted every day, and we just think that's just that's just how it is, you know. But anyways, I'm thankful for my grandparents um, that I got to know all of them. My, my parents, Kenny and Nancy, um, my siblings and their uh, spouses. Um, I'm thankful for my parents, uh, the love that they've always showed me, the faithfulness that they've given to me. Um, I'm thankful for uh, John and Tammy, the blessing that they've been in my life. The examples they've been, uh, and I'm thankful for uh, Gabe and Zach and Mandy and Jesse, um, the relationships that we have. Um, I'm thankful for hope, faith, and love. Um, I'm faithful for friends. I'm thankful for friends. I'm sorry, and uh, good neighbors. Um, I'm thankful for. Um, 
the two brothers that I went to in confidence here lately and told them I was struggling with something and they had my back. They, they were deacons and I'm, and I'm thankful, like um, Nick had said, to, to, be, to be able, even though I don't feel worthy to be a deacon, that, that, I, that I serve with these guys and that I, I feel like we're growing and, um, and that we do have one another's backs and that um, we're struggling through this to, to be better. And um, I'm thankful for the church here at Sunshine. Everyone, I mean, we could just stand up here all day and the rest of the week. Um, but I am thankful. Someone that's been on my heart quite a bit lately is uh, Mike Harden. I told my wife a while back, I said, you know, Mike is a gentleman, and um, he's such an example to me. He don't say much. I came here yesterday to check on something, and, and it was done, and I come out here, and, and he said, well, it wasn't two hands that did it. He was giving, he was giving recognition to his wife, and I, I'm just so thankful for them. They're an example to me, and um, it's, it's people that we take for granted, but we need people like that in our society today, men that are men and, and that are examples, and really... Um, for our children to see them guys serving. Uh, man, this is powerful. Thankful for our veterans. I'm thankful for our country. Uh, health, the great outdoors, uh, the changing seasons that we have here. Um, and I'm thankful for answered prayers. Would you pray with me? <laughs> O Lord God of Israel, there is no God like you in heaven above or earth below, you who keep your covenant of love. You are faithful, God. You are loving, and you are good. You are holy, you are true. I thank you, Father, before these people for the, for the answered prayer in my life, Father, that, that you know of, Father, and I just thank you for that. You are, you are holy, Father, and... You are faithful, even though at times we aren't. I just praise you, Father, for who you are and what you are. May, may we become more like your son. Yes. It's in Christ's name I pray. Amen. Um, I'm getting closer to being done. Uh, when I was younger, I was discouraged from time to time about... Um, <laughs> I get up here and I get all serious. <laughs> I don't mean to be all serious, but I would like to be making jokes, but it's... I'm too serious. But um, I, I remember being really discouraged as a young man um, about thinking about finding a spouse uh, and, and, and those things. And I turned over to Psalm 16. And at times I can't remember what I did um, five minutes ago, but I can remember this like it was five minutes ago. I'm sorry, it's Proverbs. Proverbs 16. Must not remember it that well. <laughs> but uh, anyways, Psalm 16 starts out this way. It says, To man belong the plans of the heart, but from the Lord comes the reply of the tongue. All a man's ways seem innocent to him, but motives are weighed by the Lord. Commit to the Lord whatever you do, and your plans will succeed. And it was like a light bulb come on with me, and I, and I just thought, I need to just commit my life to God. 
and he'll be he'll be faithful to me. And I'm thankful that right now I can say that although I've not always been committed to God, he has been committed to me. There's a question in Proverbs 13. I'm sorry, Proverbs 31. Getting this all confused. Proverbs 31, verse 10 says, A wife of noble character who can find. She is worth far more than rubies. Her husband has full confidence in her and lacks nothing of value. She brings him good, not harm, all the days of her life. And I, and I think about um, the women that we have here that do things all the time, and I just think we don't honor our wives and our mothers and, and leaders enough in that in that role, but um, you know it says a wife of noble character who can find. I don't know, but uh, God gave me my wife, and um, Sarah Gamp. I mean, she knows that. I mean, she introduced us, but um, but uh, I'm thankful for my children too, and everybody knows that um. I mean, if you're a parent, how much we love them. And um, oh, that's all I have, so thank you. It's time to quit, almost. Jeff, come on up. I don't have anything prepared. I'm going to struggle a little bit like our first speaker here, I'm afraid. A lot of you know the struggles I've had this week, and some of you don't. I'm going to try to gain my composure here a little bit by giving you all a review. Uh, Tuesday night I worked late. I got home about 4 o'clock in the morning. I was doing therapy for my back and injury I had in August at 8 o'clock in the morning. I got up at 7 o'clock and I was having some chest pains. And I got in the shower and they was a little better. I got ready to go to therapy and they was a little better and I got to therapy and they was worse. And it started hurting down the inside of my arm a little bit. Um, I'm standing there looking at the therapist, and she says, well, come in and give it a try. If it starts hurting, you can quit. And I just looked at her, and I said, I don't think so. Excuse me, somebody's went and took me off a bad, and i got to turn that off. <coughs> so I went around the corner and went into the ER, and... The triage nurse asked me what I was there for. I said, I was there because I was having chest pain. She took me right in, put me in a room. Within a minute and a half, they had six people working on me. That's kind of spooked me a little bit. <laughs> but it wasn't too long before the numbers dwindled. And they ran a lot of tests. Um, they x-rayed me. They CAT scanned me. They EKG'd me. And the pain went away. And they came back and they said, all your text tests have come back negative, so we'd like you to stay overnight. <laughs> and I just didn't really, wasn't sure I understood that. And they said, well, we might have missed something. 
They said, no, we can't keep you against your will. If you want to go, you sign this paper, sign yourself out, and you can go. I said, we'll come back in a little while, and let me think about it. So they left, and I made a couple calls and sent some texts, and everybody told me to stay. And at some point when she was in there, she said, you might not have to stay all night. So she come back in, and I asked her, I said, what about this? You said I might not have to stay all night, just stay for some more tests and see what happens. She said, I'll tell you what, if you take one more blood test and we redo this one test, and it comes back negative, you can go home. We'll dismiss you. I said, let's do that. So she did that one test, and she come back, and she just said, don't kill the messenger. Your, your heart enzymes in your blood went up, and we'd like to send you to Chillicothe see a cardiologist and of course I, I agreed to it because I needed to know I didn't want to walk out of there and, and you know collapse so they sent me up there and set me up for the same blood test five times that night uh, stress test was scheduled for the next morning um, I had Bless my sister's heart. I sent her a text, told her what was going on, because I knew she'd get somebody to pray. Little did I know she had the text, this, this cell phone number of everybody in the world. I'm in the hospital, and I had my cell phone, and I had my room number, which I accidentally texted her. And my phone started going off. I got a phone in each hand, and the nurse comes in, wants to take my vitals, and the doctor wants to come in and talk, and the phone just will not quit ringing. And it was such a blessing to see that point. I heard from people I hadn't heard from in a year. <laughs> but long, I'll try to make this long story short here. All the blood tests all night was negative. The next morning... God gave me the strength, even though I hadn't slept hardly in two days, to go take their blood, their stress test. The doctor came in at one o'clock Christmas or Thanksgiving Day. He said, "You passed your stress test. All your tests are negative. There's nothing wrong with you." I said, "What about the one test in Piketon where my enzymes was high?" He said, "That was probably just a fluke. That happens." And I thought that was a strange choice of words. And I said, what about the chest pains I was having? He said, probably muscular. But I had a lot of time to think. And I had a lot of blessings revealed to me while I was thinking. I'm thankful for my mom. I'd like to say a lot more about that, but... I'm thankful that there's a card in that box with my name on it. And I know she put it there. I'm thankful that God started working in my life before I came back to him. He started blessing me. He blessed me with a 
good education. He blessed me with a good job. He blessed me with a lot of knowledge. Since then, he's blessed me with a better job. He's revealed to me his love. I started coming back to church. I've been a little over two years ago now. It's been such a blessing to me to see all of you, how you care for each other, how you care for me. I praise God for our leadership and their wisdom. And I'd urge you, if you disagree with what our leadership's doing, that you take it to them, not to the congregation individually, and create dissension. There are leaders for a reason. They take it serious. Without them, it's hard to tell where we'd be, in my opinion. That's just my opinion. I think they deserve our utmost respect. I thank God for everybody here, especially our leaders, Steve and Jamie, our deacons. I got to thank God for the best neighbors in the world. Uh, he kind of beat me to that one. I, I just felt the strange thing when I was in the hospital. I wasn't that worried. Most people in that situation would be in the bathroom on their knees praying to God, please save me. I had confidence that he had a plan. I didn't know what it was. I didn't know if he's just slowing me down. But maybe he just wanted me to look around. But I just praise him for our blessings. He's blessed me so abundantly, and I have—I just have the overwhelming feeling that he's just getting started with me. He's got—he's got so much more for me, and I can't shake that feeling. Will you pray with me, Father in heaven? We come to you right now, Father. We humble ourselves in your presence. We recognize your greatness and our inferiority and that without you, without Jesus, we're nothing. And I praise you, Father, that with Jesus, we're everything, but only through him. I thank you for this church and this congregation. I thank you for the leadership. I thank you for the pastors. I thank you for every member here. Thank you for the wisdom that's bestowed here, the Bible studies. I thank you for the trials that we face, which make us stronger. I thank you for my family, for my friends. I thank you for the blessings that you've revealed to me this week. And I praise you for my good health. I ask that you bless everybody here. And maybe something I said might have touched somebody. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen.
What song are we going to sing? 602. 602. Go ahead and mark that in your book. Quiet waters run deep. And uh, we have a lot of quiet people here. And that's one of the reasons I enjoy um, this time uh, every year. I'm looking for the guys who maybe don't say a whole lot uh, in a public sort of way to get up here and just kind of uh, open up the door of their heart and let some things be known. Uh, their gratitude to the Lord. And it's uh, definitely been a great encouragement to me today to be here. And I've already got people asking about next year. and So we're, uh, I think it's going to be, we're going to have a great time next year too. I do want to thank and praise the Lord myself for the church that delights in thanking and praising the Lord. We are that kind of a church. And I'm thankful for the five men who have stood before us today. Not only have they praised the Lord, but they have lifted our hearts and they've blessed us. And I'm thankful that they gave it themselves today to do that for us. I'm thankful for the little children that are here who are drinking all this in. And they're learning something about the great and awesome God that we serve. And I'm thankful for the guys that got us started on this back in 1997. I looked. I keep track of this. And I've got a list of every guy that's done this since 1997. I remember that uh, those men, uh, it was Matt Cram and Sam Miller and Jim Moore and Jerry Gamp and Troy Game and Nick Gamp. The first time we did this, it was, uh, uh, it was those six or seven fellas. And we've done this every year since then. On the, the Sunday after Thanksgiving, we always turn some guys loose here to just talk to us about how they want to thank and praise the Lord. And, uh, you know, we have some great guys here, but it's not what, that's not why we're here today. We're not here to say there's a bunch of great guys, great people in our congregation, but we serve a great God. And uh, I, I appreciate every one of you. There have been some times uh, in the past when, uh, I'll tell you, I, I was crying just about the whole time. I remember back in 2004, Jack Jennings stood up here and talked with us about uh, about the things he was thankful for and the, the life that he had had coming up to the time that he was standing before us. And I remember back in 2005, Nick Davis uh, had quite a story to tell us. He was up here today. And uh, I remember uh, in 2007, two things in particular that happened. Now, Eric Miller got up here. Uh, and he, uh, he broke my heart and he put it back together again. And at the end of our service, after we had sung the invitation hymn and said our prayer, Rick Richmond came running up here, the guy that had a brain tumor. And uh, he, he wanted to say something to the congregation. We all sat back down and let him have his time. And, uh, it wasn't anything on the schedule. It, but he, uh, he had something he wanted to say about the Lord. And I, I remember that so very well. I thought, well, that's great. That's the way I want it to be. I want people to feel free to... Uh, to speak up and say uh, their praise, give their praise for the Lord. In recent years, I've uh, I've listened to Roger Cooper and uh, Shane Mouget, and uh, I don't know why. wasn't so much what you said; it was just that you did it. Okay, it's a big deal, and that you would stand up and say uh, to other people 
uh, I believe in the Lord, and I'm thankful to him for what he's done. And uh, i, I got to say, Eugene Reiser just blew me away last year. And uh, I'm using Eugene as a lever on every other guy in this congregation. If Eugene can do it, anybody can do it. Okay? That's how it is. <laughs> if Eugene can gather up uh, courage and, and uh, all that to speak for the Lord the way he did last year, I think uh, there's not a fellow in here that can't do it. And uh, we're... Uh, I'm, it's such an encouragement to us when, when you do speak up like that. I have a, one little thing I want to uh, just read to you here. It's, uh, I'm, I'm just going to pass with that. It's, it's the verse, 1 Thessalonians 5.18, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. That's a great verse to think about. In every circumstance, give thanks. Now, we have some great circumstances here today, I know, and then there's some where we're just struggling to keep our heads above water. And... Uh, but that's why we always have an invitation. If there, it'd be a shame for you to come to uh, the house of the Lord, to to His assembly, broken down and hurting, and uh, just needing something. Maybe needing to be saved. Maybe needing someone to listen to you and pray for you. But we always have an invitation, and the invitation is open to anybody here this morning who uh, needs to. Uh, be ministered to, needs to, the grace of God to be poured out in our life. And uh, we're going to sing, what, it's 602, and if you are not a Christian, we're inviting you to become one today. Just come before us, and we'll take care of it from there. And if you are a Christian needing uh, just help, God's uh, forgiveness, God's, God's strength, we'll do what we can to make sure that you leave here with that as part of your life. Let's stand and sing.